A Business Couch with Dr. Yishai, episode 137. Welcome to The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai. I'm your host, Dr. Yishai Barkadari, psychologist and adaptability coach to entrepreneurs and business leaders. I believe that working on your business is more important than working in your business. If you want to achieve your business goals and dreams without the cost and pain of having to make every mistake yourself, then The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai is the podcast for you. I'm here to help you learn from the lessons of entrepreneurs and business leaders to help you work on yourself and your business so that you can save time, energy, and grow faster. For those of you new to the show, The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai presents three new episodes each week. On Insight Sunday, we dive into the minds of business leaders through insightful guest interviews. On Story Tuesday, we dig deeper with them and learn firsthand from their stories, hard-earned lessons, and experience. On Thrive Thursday, it's just you and me on the couch, where you'll hear scientific research, my thoughts, and tangible tactics to adapt and grow yourself and your business. Grab a proverbial seat and listen up so you can learn from the minds and mistakes of business leaders and apply their wisdom to your life and business. On Story Tuesday, Joe shares the deep fears he had that held him back when he was early in his entrepreneurship and leadership journey. He talks about being panicked before his first talk and having so much fear of judgment that he wouldn't put his own picture on social media. Joe also talks about the process and the steps that he took to transform into a prolific and sought-out professional speaker, a social media marketing expert certified Google trainer for hundreds of companies, and he's been on hundreds of podcasts. Before we dive in, I wanted to share that the Business Couch with Dr. Yishai is brought to you by Adaptability Coaching and Consulting. If you lead a seven-plus-figure business and want to reach the next level for yourself and your business, if you have passions, goals, and dreams, and want to continue to strive as a team, a leader, and a visionary without risking burnout. If you have overcome challenges, developed wisdom, and know that adapting is not just for surviving, but a core part of thriving, then adaptability coaching is for you. With psychology and neuroscience-backed tools, the 3D adaptation framework can show you how to tap into and harness the way our brains are uniquely designed for adaptation you can learn to harness and leverage adaptability tools and frameworks to grow yourself and your company. You can learn to become fast, flexible, and formidable. You can learn to hone yourself further, to proactively adapt, to thrive, instead of reactively adapting, just to survive. To learn more, go to dryishai.com coaching. Join me in welcoming Joe Applebaum, CEO and founder of Ajax Union, a B2B digital marketing agency based in Brooklyn, New York, and a perpetual tinkerer and scaler. Thank you so, so much for joining me, coming back for Story Tuesday. And just a brief 
recap of what we talked about on Insight Sunday, you shared your own story, your curiosity, how it drove you. You shared how you needed to learn more about business beyond marketing and advertising, how it really started with all the tech stuff. And then you learned that building it won't just make people come. You need to have and find and create ways of generating that right kind of traffic and how that then led you to building Ajax Union, which has now been around for over 12 years. You've served over 1,100 clients. Thank you so much for sharing that and sharing on Insight Sunday how important it is that an entrepreneur and leader really understand themselves because if they don't understand themselves, there's so many parts of us and our reactions and how we respond to that that can absolutely get in the way of building and growing a successful business. So thank you so, so much for all of that on Insight Sunday. And thank you for grabbing a seat again with me on the couch on Story Tuesday. Cool. Yeah, no, thank you so much for having me here. I'm so excited to be here. This is going to be an exciting episode. Yeah. And so on Story Tuesday, we dive deeper into your hard earned lessons. I sometimes call it your hard-learned wisdom so that we can all learn from it. So I wanted to ask if you are comfortable sharing one of your biggest learning experiences. Can you bring us into a moment? What happened before? What happened after? What's a key takeaway? Yeah. So for me, one of my big learning experiences is realizing that I have lots of fears around promoting myself. I had lots of fears around writing content around public speaking, insecurities around who I am, imposter syndrome, what I know, all this stuff, all these ideas. These were fears that were outside of my reality. See, what I discovered is that when you have a fear, a deep, deep fear, what happens is you find a lot of proof and excuses to hide the fact that you have that fear. I call those excuses. A lot of reasons why I don't do public speaking, right? There's a lot of reasons why I'm not putting myself out there. And those reasons are reasons that stop me from taking action. Can you share some of your reasons at that time? Yeah. So for example, I was afraid of putting myself on social media. So instead of having my photograph on Facebook, I would have a photograph of a cheetah. Think about that. You would go to facebook.com slash Joe Applebaum and there was a photo on my profile as a cheetah. And I wouldn't share anything personal. I would have the wrong birthday on there. And you know what I would say is I'm just a private person. I don't like to share anything. Mm. I just like to watch. I'm just a lurker. I like to watch. This is what I like to do. And it wasn't that I liked to do that. I actually am not a public person and I love sharing. The thing was that underneath that excuse was a tremendous fear of judgment, a tremendous fear of not being loved, a tremendous fear of being an idiot. So I didn't want to get that judgment. And I didn't know that other people's opinions were none of my business. I took everybody's opinions as if that was like what mattered. And so when Mm. I learned that, I realized that was a really big mistake and really just hiding from the world and not being able to see my true potential. And out of curiosity, can you help bring us into what was that process that helped you make that shift for yourself? Well, public speaking was the number one thing that created awareness because when I got in front of a stage, I didn't know Google came over to me and said, 
somebody at Google emailed us and said, would you like to become a certified Google trainer? So I said, what does that entail? They're like getting in front of business owners and talking about Google's products and services. And I was like, that sounds like a great opportunity for a marketing agency owner. If you're going to fill a room, right? If you're going to have 80 people join a room and I can get in front of them and talk to them about Google's products and services, who do you think they're going to use at the end of that seminar Mm -hmm. to help them with Google's products and services? So they're like, we'd love for them to use you. And we'd love for them to pay you to hear you talk. And I was like, what? That's an option. (laughs) And I get to keep the money. You send me all the people, they pay me. I talk to them and they're like, yeah, excellent. So I was like, wow, people are going to spend $80 to come see me. Like, okay, let's do it. So we scheduled it. We got the Jewish children's museum in crown Heights and there were 80 seats there. And we basically sold out. We sold out the room and I was about to get up on stage and I started freaking out, hyperventilating. And I didn't know why, because I am a marketing expert. So it wasn't that I didn't know the content. I knew what I was going to share, but my heart was pounding and I was pacing and every sentence and began and end with basically. And I was just so nerve wracked. And at the end of that, I was exhausted, completely exhausted from all the nerves and the anxiety and the pain. And I had to figure out like, what the heck is going on? Like, why do I have so much fear? I thought I wasn't afraid. I didn't know that I had this fear. And what I discovered is that 90% of people would rather be in the casket than giving the eulogy. Mm-hmm. That most people are severely afraid of public speaking because they're afraid of judgment and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I had to start discovering who I really was instead of trying to come up with a persona. Because for a long time, I was trying to figure out how can I come up with a personal brand? How can I have a personal brand that's mm-hmm. not the real me, but it's a brand? And the truth is you're never going to be satisfied with a brand that's not the real you because it's just not you. Once you can truly be authentic, once you could truly be yourself, once you can truly be free and self-expressed, then your best friends come out of the woodwork. The people that love you will be attracted to you. And Mm -hmm. the people that are allergic to you will run away from you. And that's really what you want. Not everyone's going to love you. If everybody loves you, then it's not you that they're loving. Because some people like a certain type of personality and some people really don't. So once you bring your personality to the forefront, you're risking rejection But if you don't do it, you're risking not getting the people that love you to come out of the woodwork. Yeah. So in that moment, when you were doing this training and you had 80 people in front of you and your heart was pounding the whole time and you were getting exhausted with all of these big, scary, afraid and anxious reactions and the fear of judgment as you were also talking about. So what was the next step that brought you from where you were at that moment to what you were just talking about, a place where you get to be more authentic, you get to share who you are, you get to attract people who are in love with that, who are attracted to that, who have chemistry with who you are and you know, kind of repel the people who don't. Yeah. Number one step is just recognizing that it's fear and not making excuses, not running away from mm-hmm. it. So facing that's step it. number one. Yeah. So making sure that you're not running away from it. So many people are running and running and running away from their reality. They're just running away from it. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to run away from it, it's not going to help you succeed. It's not going to help you succeed to just run and run and run and run. Instead, what you want to do, instead of running away from it, you want to acknowledge it, work on it, see what it is and get support, get support from a coach, from a consultant, from a course and start working on yourself. Because if you don't work on yourself, you're not going to be able to grow. And the secret to growth is first awareness. Number one, you got to first have that awareness. What are your self-limiting beliefs? What do you need to do in order for you to be successful? What do you literally need to do? Mm -hmm. And if you're not taking your life to the next level, if you're not significantly increasing 
the amount of awareness that you have, you're not going to succeed. It's just not going to work. And so what I want to encourage everybody to do is to take a step back and to ask yourself, how are you improving? How are you becoming more aware? How are you taking your life to the next level? And if you're not doing any of that, if you're not taking your life to the next level and you're not improving, then you're not growing. And if you're not growing, you're dying. And so the step-by-step process, step number one is awareness. Step number two is have a strategy. And step number three is have the accountability to keep moving forward through those goals. And Mm -hmm. if you can have awareness, strategy, and accountability, that's the steps that you need in order for you to be successful. In the foundation around awareness, you got to figure out what are your beliefs. You got to figure out literally what are your fears? What are the issues that you have? You got to become aware of what are your agreements? What are your values? What is your why? What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses that are associated with those strengths and recognizing them and really zeroing in on those ideas and thoughts and programming and habits that you have that stop you from becoming your best, that stop you from allowing yourself. And once you recognize them, once you shine light on fear, fear disappears. As long as you have the right strategy, you work with the right person, you take the right course, you're going to be able to start expanding as an individual. Yeah, thank you. And you were just talking about in terms of when you get stuck in the kind of rut of a particular habit or a particular automatic way of thinking or a particular belief. I like to call that the habit brain, which our habit brain is kind of like a car that just has a gas pedal, but no brakes and no steering. And that can work out really well if you're on a straight highway with no traffic, you know, and no turns, right? And another way of thinking about it is if you're headed to the Grand Canyon, then it's fine for most of the trip when it's a totally straight trip with nothing in your way. But what happens when you get to the Grand Canyon if you got no brakes and no steering? Right? Yeah, that's where downhill you, from there. Yeah, I mean, it can take you off the cliff. And that's one of the risks of really only focusing on or only allowing our habit brain to control things. And don't get me wrong, our habit brain is really, really useful. Without a habit brain, we couldn't walk and talk or sit and talk at the same time. Right? We couldn't think and also have a conversation. And there's so much stuff we wouldn't be able to do without a habit brain. The other side of that is our adaptive brain, which is designed to generate new awareness, new analysis, new action. And it's really important, as you were saying, to be aware, to build into or develop a new strategy, to be able to turn that wheel or tap the brakes when you need to, when there's traffic, when you got to make a turn, when it's time to park, right? And sometimes you park for a brief moment because you got to go to the store, you got to get something, and you're at a stoplight. You don't want to have an 18-wheeler come slamming into you. And those are the times where your adaptive brain is designed to try to care for you. It's it's designed to help swoop in. But most of us don't really know how to tap into that when we need it. And we don't understand when it's showing up and we're not prepared for it. We don't want it to show up and we have a tendency to ignore it. So thank you so much for all of that. I wish we had more time. We're going to have to jump right into another couch round. So I'm going to kick it it off. Yeah, I'm going to kick it off with what's one thing you know now that you wish you knew at the very beginning when you were getting started? Well, the one thing that I wish I knew when I was, let's say, 20 years old or whatever it is, is that coaches, consultants, mentors, courses can change your life forever. I always believed that I had to figure it out on my own, that I had to fail on my own, and that if I can figure it out, you know, I don't need anybody. I don't need to pay anybody for this type of stuff. Like therapy is a waste of time. Coaching is a waste of time. Getting consultants is a waste of time. And what I know now is that it's basically your shortcut. You know, you can use money, hire somebody else to share their experience with you, buy a book, 
get courses, do all this stuff. And that will completely revolutionize your life. Another quick thing that I think was game-changing is thinking about business instead of just thinking about your products and services. Thinking about business as a whole from a business perspective and upping your business game can also help you be able to have a lot more power and thinking about the skills that you need to learn in order for you to build a business and learning those skills. Awesome. Thank you. Next question. What is the difference between a mistake and failure? Well, a mistake is you seeing something that you did and regretting what you did. So you made a mistake and I feel regret remorse for doing something. Failure is you trying to do something and you not getting to what you wanting to do. And it doesn't mean that you made a mistake. It means that you fail. You know, so when you try to do something, when you go out and you try to run a marathon, you can make a mistake and eat a bunch of food that is disempowering right before. And you start having stomach aches and you have to keep going to the bathroom and you made a mistake by eating all that food. But the fact that you didn't make the marathon means that you just fail to accomplish your goal of finishing the marathon. And you can learn from your mistakes. You could learn from your failings but don't get stuck and just live in your mistakes. You know, forgive yourself for making mistakes. We all make mistakes in life. We all do things that are dumb or that don't make any sense or that is not empowering, but that doesn't make you a bad person. Making Mm -hmm. a mistake and learning from it is really the key to success. Yeah. And if I can just slip one thing in there, when you talk about regret and remorse that comes after a mistake, that is your adaptive brain telling you It's important to tune in and learn from past experiences so that in the future, you don't make those same mistakes. If we didn't regret or remorse, what would we do next time? Often we do the same thing. We wouldn't change, right? It's actually there to help you turn the wheel in the future. Thank you for that. And for some people, they really get caught up in that because they don't understand that that's the point. So they still get stuck in their past. Going to the next question, I wanted to ask, can you name someone who you can go to when you make a mistake and they'll respond by saying, okay, let's deal with this now and then learn from it for later. There's so many different things that I've dealt with. Like for example, getting into a car accident, Hmm. you know, there's no time to deal with the car. You got to deal with this right now, deal with an angry client. Like in the moment, you don't have to sit there and stop everything. You know? So for example, we have an employee issue, right? I'll give an example. There's like a million of these employee issues. You can stop everything and stop the whole meeting and deal with the problem and try to learn from it. Or you can say, you know what? This is something that we need to schedule a call around to debrief and learn later. But right now, just deal with the issue that you have. If there's a fire, there's no time to learn about what happened and deal with it. Mm-hmm. When there's an urgent issue, so there's a very big difference. Stephen Covey talks about this in his book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, the difference between urgent and important and the different quadrants. And so there are things that are urgent. It's urgent to deal with an issue with a fire burning, but it may not be important for you to sit here and try to learn from it now. That may not be so urgent. It may be important to do that, but it may not be so urgent. So you're thinking about the things that are urgent versus important is really the key of knowing when the right time is. There's always the right time for everything and timing is important. So Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily urgent. Yeah. Thank you. Next question. Can you name someone who you've learned from their mistakes instead of just making your own? Tony Robbins. I mean, I learned from him. I learned from so many people. I learned from my mother. My mother is a classic example. I saw her fail in her business for 10 years and then Mm -hmm. eventually go out of business. And I saw a lot of that had to do with her insecurities and Mm self-limiting beliefs and all this other stuff. So I would say definitely 
my mom was big, but also all the mentors and coaches and the people that I've used, I learned from their mistakes. It's kind of like when you work with a coach, whether you want to learn how to use LinkedIn or whether you want to grow your business in some way, or whether you want to figure out your finances or whatever area you need to figure out. When you work with a competent coach, with someone who won't judge you and really has the experience, you're basically learning from their failures. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Next question. What's more important from your perspective, working in your business or working on your business? I think that you have to do both. I would say that 80% of the time you have to be in your business and 20% of the time you have to be working on your business. 100% of the time they're in their business and they never work on their business. And then some people want to procrastinate and they're always working on their business, but they never actually launch their business. They're never actually talking to customers. Mm. So my opinion is action, 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 but based on strategy. So 20% strategy, 80% action. Go take action. If you're not taking action, nothing will happen. Thank you. That's awesome. Thank you so much for that answer. Next question. What's one thing that's coming up for you or Ajax Union that you're working on or really excited about? Well, what's working for me is training organizations on how to use LinkedIn. Individuals and organizations that want to learn how to use LinkedIn. LinkedIn is the most professional, most powerful social network that's out there. There are more millionaires on mm -hmm. LinkedIn than any other platform. So any goal that you want to achieve, whether you're a coach, a consultant, an entrepreneur, whether you're in sales, if you know how to network on LinkedIn, if you know how to build relationships, even during a pandemic, you can generate sales, you can get referrals, and you can grow your business. So Amazing. LinkedIn is the number one thing we're excited about right now. Yeah. And I know that you have a course and that the course really helps people go from, as you called it, lurkers to... Influencers. Yeah. If you want to go from a lurker to an influencer and change yeah. your life, then taking our course will help you be able to do awesome. that. Awesome. Thank you. Last question. What's one question about business or leadership that you would want to have a psychologist, an adaptability expert, an executive coach, or a business consultant answer? Well, the number one thing that I would ask is what is the difference between coaching and therapy? There's a very big difference because you kind of do both. So what's the difference between coaching and therapy? Yeah. And just so you know, that question I'm going to answer on Thrive Thursday. Thank you so, so much. Again, thank you for giving us a peek behind your success, for diving into and sharing your hard-learned wisdom. I think it's rare and powerful to learn from the challenges as well as the successes. So I want to say thank you so much for sharing today your own fears and struggle with public speaking, with putting yourself out there, and the process that you took, all the steps that were so important for you to really go from being in that place where you were making excuses and hiding to a place where you are now on, as you were saying before, many podcasts and sharing so much of yourself and authentic and really making connections with the kind of people who are going to be attracted to, magnetized to you and your business. Thank you so, so much for that and more today. And thank you so much today for listening. I hope you really gained a lot out of my conversation with Joe. Thank you for having me. Boom. Thanks for joining us today on The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai. If you enjoyed today's episode, take a moment to rate and review the podcast. It helps grow the show and gives more people like you the ability to learn and grow. You can also click the share button to share today's episode directly with someone you know who would enjoy it. The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai podcast artwork is made by Sam Barkadari, show notes by Yishai Barkadari, and music by www.purple-planet.com. The advice and opinions of the host and guests are our own. 
I'm a psychologist, but not your psychologist. The conversations and content of this podcast do not contain or create any psychology practice, diagnosis, or therapist-patient relationship with either the guest or the listener. So do your own research before using anything from this podcast. Thank you for listening. Remember, our thoughts and reactions affect our actions. By listening, we can learn from the challenges others face and the choices they make so that we can make better decisions and get better results. 